Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The next stop is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9 to nothing crusher, have won their 17th World Series. There it is, the New York Yankees are the winners, and Bob Turley is mauled and congratulated by his teammates. The Yankees win 13-5, to five and once again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. All right, everybody. It's finally here. We are less than one week away from opening day. The Yankees will be kicking off the 2021 season against the Blue Jays on Thursday, April 1st. And we are here to make our predictions and talk about our expectations for the coming season. My name is Chris, and I am joined, as always, by my Yankee podcasting compadre, AJ. What's up? What's here? Christopher. 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 Everybody out there, it's Yankee time. There's no more when the season starts. The season's starting. By the time you listen to this, we're only days away. Oh, I love it. It's wonderful. Opening day. Hope. Hope. Spring's eternal. Everything is fresh. Everything is brand new. The uniforms are white. The pinstripes are clean. Goosebumps, AJ. That's I can't wait. Supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. Everybody's looking good. And, and the best part, I'm a teacher whose spring break is this week, so I don't have to worry about projecting the game on a wall in my classroom. I will just be home with my boys watching baseball. I won't, unfortunately, but I'll still be finding a way to view or listen while I'm finishing up the day at work. Make sure the calendar is clear for those afternoon meetings. Nice. This is, uh, this will be my 40th opening day. Actually, you know what? This will be my 39th opening day because I was born after opening day back in, uh, 1981. So this will be my 39th opening day, AJ. There you go. It's a big (laughs) one for you. Big milestone. Big milestone. There we go. (laughs) Um, but real quick, everybody, uh, before we get into, our previews and predictions, little podcast news. So with the start of the season, we will be moving, as we said from the get-go, we will be moving to weekly with this podcast. So we're going to be recording pretty much every Friday night and releasing to you on Saturdays. And uh, obviously there could be more depending on, you know, important breaking news, uh, emergency episodes, hopefully fun stuff. I, I would hope that we're not doing emergency podcast episodes because somebody gets hurt. Not the kind of thing I want to do. I want to celebrate milestones, interesting things that happen in Yankee land. So as we're recording this episode, the next episode will come your way on Saturday, April 3rd, as hopefully we'll be talking about a Yankee team that is one and oh, after that awkward opening day off day. <laughs> so what does that mean for you? We want you, as we've been saying all along, we want you to be a part of this podcast. We want to hear your opinions. We want to know what you think, what you like. What's We want you to be a part of this show. 
So how's it going to work for you on a weekly basis if we're going to be creating this on a weekly basis? Get us your thoughts by Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern for consideration in that week's episode. You can tweet at us or you can send us an email, feedback at chase428.com. I'm excited, I like, buddy. I like it. It's going to be good. Hopefully, hopefully the listener, you, the listener, will jump in and share your thoughts as the week goes by. And you know, it's baseball, so they play almost every day. Not like the other sports where they have to take days off. We don't do that as baseball players. We just That's right. 162 games. Rant and rave. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Get. I mean, we'll we'll be checking the Twitter every day during game. Well, not well. Yeah, game, yeah, game day things yeah. like that. So tweeting out, tweeting out live, tweeting out live. That'll be fun. Mm. And uh, we want to make you a part of the conversation. So do it, do it, Yankee fans. Let's go. Do it. Do it. All right, AJ. Uh, as we finish up uh, segment one, and again, we come at you with the weekly show. We've got some segments planned that'll help us get through this on a weekly basis. We've just been kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but we got some regular segments we're going to be bringing at you in season. Um, but a staple, Yankee news and notes, AJ. Uh, first note here, Luke Voigt, yeah. the 2020 AL home run king. Yeah. <laughs> he is on the IL to start the season. Yeah. Partial tear in his meniscus. Void is expected back in May. Thoughts, AJ? Mm. It's bound <laughs> to happen. It's bound to happen. He his lower his lower body is. I gotta be honest. It, it it's always a it's always a concern. His feet, his knee, his his groin. You know. So I think. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it happened. Fortunately, it happened now, and not in the middle of the season. So he'll be back May or June, and you know they have a I don't know comparable guy they can put in there. I don't even know. We'll, we'll we'll talk about him in a second. We'll talk about him right now, practically, uh, but also heading to the IL. Uh, right-hander Clark Schmidt, who we talked about previously being injured, he was placed on the 60-day IL with his elbow strain. And by putting him on the 60-day dis- IL, got to be correct, mm-hmm. putting him on the correct. 60-day IL, <laughs> uh, that opened up a spot on the 40-man roster for Jay Bruce. Bruce, mm. AJ, you're grunting unhappily. It's Why? Jay Bruce, man. It's Jay Bruce. It's Jay Bruce. The former Met great? Come on, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm not, I don't know. I would have liked to see uh, Ford get a shot here. I mean, look, you want Jay Bruce? Fine. I don't know what they think that he's going to do. Dude has, he ended the, the preseason here on like a one for 22 slump. Bring him on. Bring him on. Let's do it. No, hold on. Dude, Time out. Fit. Sorry. Granted. I'm about to Opening get day. This. All the guys got to do. He's just. Got, okay. I'm speaking as a first baseman. Okay. Am I going to say it's the easiest position to play? No. But ultimately, all he's got to do is catch the ball. They hopefully just want this man to hit a little bit and not be a void in the lineup. Let's say for six to eight weeks. One for 22 to finish spring training means diddly poo if he comes out in April and he hits 275 and has seven or eight home runs. Your face says, that's not going to happen, Chris. You have but it could. huge hopes for him. But it could. But it could. It could. He's Anything a professional. Right. He's right. a professional. Sure. Professional. Yep. Look, I'm not in agreement with this move. I don't think it's, I don't think it's worthwhile. 
I think they got lucky that there was an injury because then they'd have to get rid of him. Which, not for nothing, that would have cost less money. I think it was like $150,000 if he didn't make the team out of spring training. Was that what it was? Something like that. But even then, what he's making now that he made the the uh, the big league squad, it's insignificant baseball money mm-hmm. still. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Ultimately, it, it's it's it, he's filling in. Yep. So Jay Bruce is not your first baseman for the 2021 season. He is your first baseman for the month of April. Right. And if he for, and, and if he doesn't do the job, you got Ford. So it's not like it's Jay Bruce or bust. But I feel like it is, though, because they were sending Ford down to begin with. So there's something about Ford they don't like. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, I know he's not great, but he can put a charge into a ball. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. But it is what it is. We'll, we'll see what we're... To, we'll, we'll, we'll do a Jay Bruce segment on a weekly basis just to see, you know, yeah, Jay, Jay Bruce, Gary Sanchez, who can have the higher batting average? <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll take over-unders later on go. in the episode. There we go. <laughs> Um, AJ, is anybody else hurt or are we, are we, we good? Wilson. Wilson came out of the game the other day. I mean, uh, I guess it was an elbow strain, as they said. I haven't heard much about him, so I'm not sure if he, uh, something major or minor or if it's just, you know, precautionary. Uh, what I had heard was obviously removed from a game and they scanned based on his previous injury and they saw no change in the recent MRI compared to when they first signed him. So, so far, not anything too serious. But obviously, uh, time will tell. That's a good thing. Good thing. Yep. All right. right, Moving into let's get get into the meat and potatoes of of this. Meat and potatoes. All right. AJ. Everybody came for. Everybody. Opening day roster. How and what are we going to look like here on April 1st? No jokes, all jokes aside. Here's where we're starting the uh the 2021 season. So we're going to go through the roster. We are going to basically position by position. We'll talk about the players, throw out some numbers, and uh, we'll get you ready for opening day, April 1st, against the Blue Jays. All right, AJ, let's go around the horn. Let's start behind the dish. We have our two catchers coming out of spring training. We got Gary Sanchez and Kyle Higashioka. So here we go. Yankees intend to open the season with Sanchez as their starting catcher. We had our issues with Sanchez the last couple of years, defensively, offensively, mostly offensively. I thought he did a decent job behind the plate defensively in 2020. Uh, and really, the frustrating part about 2020 was his 147 batting average. Mm-hmm. Um, however, throughout the offseason, Sanchez has vowed, he has vowed, AJ, mm. that he'll be a different player in 2021, having retooled his swing to be shorter to the ball and keep more weight on his right leg at the plate. Kyle Higashioka, he started five of the Yankees' seven postseason games, and uh, obviously he's ready to step in when needed. So there's our two catchers to start the year. You excited? I'm not surprised. There was there was no way there was going to go another way. I mean, the only thing that would have happened is Higashioka would have uh, lost a spot to Torinos. But, sir... So Higashioka gets the uh, gets the nod as a backup. Not surprised. We'll see. I, I'm confident that Gary will have a better year. I just don't know how much better it's going to be. He looked better behind the plate during the spring, but again, you're playing against people that nobody knows. There you go. All right. 
Let's take it around the horn. First base, Jay Who Bruce is on first. Talk about it. Don't you really make me talk about Jay Bruce? I'm really not a fan of Jay Bruce. But with Voight's injury, he's going to serve as a first baseman. Uh, from what I understand, I was listening to the game the other day, he's had 50 career starts at first base um, through his career. You know, it is what it is. Three-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger. He had a pretty rough season last year with the Phillies, where he was batting a whopping 198. Look at us go, up on our average. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bitter. I want my guy Ford in there, but I don't even see Ford on the... Uh, opening day roster right now so we'll have to see we'll have to see so jay bruce got the nod he played for the phillies and mariners last year had a nice had a nice uh 26 homers 59 rbis in 98 games 2019 so hopefully we get those numbers and not a 198 with six homers from last year all he's got to do is catch the ball hit the ball get us through april he's not a first baseman i'm sorry that's fine i, Heard him on I will interview. agree Heard him on the interview, and he said, "I'm doing better." I'm like, oh, good, you're doing better. I could do better too. I'd be. This is my chance. They could call me. Live it, live it. I'm livid about this, so you know, live it. All right. Well, let's make you a little happier. Uh, let's go around to second base. Second base, our starting second baseman to start the year, and hopefully for at least the next six years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Le Machine LeMahieu. So clearly. He has been the Yankees' most valuable player the last two seasons, all right? This offseason, LeMahieu signed a six-year, $90 million deal, and uh, he's coming off a season in which he led the American League with a three sixty-four batting average. I don't even think he could write down something less than 200, so there you go. three sixty-four batting average. He had a four twenty-one on-base percentage and an OPS over 1,000, and uh, yeah. That's what I expect. I just want him to hit. I expect similar numbers. I'm not going to. He's going to be your leadoff hitter. Sixty. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to do good. I got it. If he has a down year, what, what's he hitting? Three forty, three thirty. Nah, he'll he'll be batting the three hundreds. He might not be three sixty, but I can definitely see him in the three hundreds, making a push for a uh, you know, title here. I expect a lot of multi-hit games. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Doesn't strike out a lot. He's not up there to hit over the fence. Just slap the ball. He uses the whole field. That's what I like mm-hmm. about him. He uses Absolutely. the whole field. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Third base. Your I guy. <laughs> ah. I was going to put that joke in there. I didn't really want to. So I'll leave it to you. You can be the corny okay. one. I'll, I'll be uh, the corny one. <laughs> third base. Your guy. The one that you love so much. Miguel. Oh, not Miguel Andujar. Sorry. Gio Urshela. Where's That's Miguel? right. Donde esta Miguel Andujar? Not here again. <laughs> not, not here. Doing it. Told you. Uh, so here we go. Gio Urshela coming in second year as the Yankees third baseman, Gold Glove Award candidate. Did he win? Which is a candidate. He was a candidate. He did not win the Gold That's Glove at third bad. base. That's too bad because when you look at those look at those plays at third base, he was so good at third base, especially in the he's, postseason. He's nasty. He's a wonderful third baseman. I he's got a very good glove. I do. And his bat was pretty good last year, too. I'm Look, he almost bat 300 last year, had a bunch of home runs, a uh, good number of RBIs, 30 of them. Uh, and he was injured, so maybe those numbers could be better. But I wouldn't be upset if he, you know, let's say full season now. So if he doubles his home runs, gives me 10 to 12 home runs, 
I'd love to see somewhere between 60, 80 RBI. Um, but I think uh, coming off the elbow injury, we'll see how, how he still plays. And he had a decent spring. So it's all about getting warmed up. And Gio Urshela, I'm excited for you, big fella. I'm excited for Gio too. He is one lucky fella. <laughs> um, again, last year hitting 298, I expect him to be over a full season, 275 or better. I agree. Probably in the neighborhood of 75 to 90 RBIs and, you know, somewhere between 10 and 20 home runs on the year. Why the hell not, right? Yeah, do it up. He's got his, uh, he had his bone spurs removed from his right elbow. That was back in October. So he is uh, all healed up and ready to go. Shortstop, mm. number 25. Mm. AJ, you're shaking your head. Here we go. Mm. Uh, Glaber, it's Glaber Day. Glaber Day. Like a good Glaber, Torres is there. Glaber had a good day on Saturday, hitting two bombs. He did have a he hit he hit one that it was a home run in a silo. That oh, ball yeah. like that looked like a pop fly to short left. Yep, it, it was and it just he, kept he going threw, and threw the <laughs> down. He was not happy. Yes. Yes. Big year for uh, Glaber. Big um yeah. Let's beat up on the Orioles. Uh <laughs> he's an all star in each of his first two seasons. Obviously no all star game last year in twenty twenty. By all accounts, took a step back. Struggled to make the most of an opportunity to play shortstop full-time. Yes, Again, last year, I'll say yesterday. Last year would have been his first full season replacing Didi Gregorius. This will be his first full season doing so. Uh, he had nine regular season errors in 2020, which, who cares? It was 2020. Let's just throw it out the window. Unless, of course, they had won the World Series. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this show, but it would have been good. Uh, he batted 243, he had three home runs, 16 RBIs in 42 games. And, uh, the Yankees have been encouraged by his physical fitness and work on both sides of the ball in spring training this year. So Gleyber Torres is your opening day shortstop. I dig it. Bring it to my outfield. These are my guys. This is my crew. Uh, my outfield consists of a big five, five outfielders. I guess it's a lot, but could be six. So we'll get to, we'll say six. You know, can I throw him? Can I throw in the sixth one? Because he sure. is an outfielder. It's not fair. Sure. He's an outfielder. Sure. sure. So our sure. six guys here, Clint Frazier. Big Red. Aaron Hicks. Hits Hicks it to the sticks. We're just giving nicknames. Aaron Judge. All rise. Yep. <laughs> Brett Gardner. It's a guardy party. It is a guardy party. Mike Talkman. The Sock Man. Is that what he says? <laughs> That's what he says. That's nice. what he says. He needs to figure out something else for that one. And our DH slash outfielder slash injured list, Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> Sorry. I think I got to throw it in there. Um, I thought you were going to say Jay Bruce. <laughs> well, he's the first baseman, so he could be the next one on there. Uh, but no, these are the six guys that are going to play the outfield. They're going to vie for time. And I think our, our starters are going to be Frazier, Judge, and Hicks. Guardy coming off the bench. Uh, Stanton, obviously, the DH. And, and I think Tockman had a little injury issue the other day with an ankle problem so I'm, i haven't heard anything about him i forgot about that um but these, these are our guys so so hopefully you know we have some good numbers here uh, i'm excited to see what frazier can do as a full season you know he's getting a start first time in his career as a starter on day one so i'd like to see that and we, we, we all know what hicks can bring to the table he's healthy this year we all know the judge needs a huge year because he's coming up on on some borrowed time as a yankee so I'm going to talk about those three because we know Gardner talk about him every week. And, uh, you know, I, I think 
as our outfield goes, I think the Yankees will go because you put LeMayu in that number one spot. If Aaron Judge can produce behind him, I think once that starts happening, we are going to have a huge, huge year. And Hicks is, is penciled in for the number three hole. How do you feel about that? Well, back in RBI Baseball 2020, oh boy. where I... <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> in real life. I, I, think that, I think that looks good. He's a switch hitter, and I think that shakes up the lineup. And I'm not saying he's Bernie Williams, but could he be that Bernie-type player switch hitting, batting in the three-hole? I, I think he makes consistent enough contact. He walks. He's got a good eye at the plate. So if you're going to bat him three, I think that's a good move because it's the potential to have LeMahieu on base if Judge Dunn hit a home run or, you know, score him, get Hicks on base. Now, now you got more big hitters coming up. You got Stanton's, you got Glaber Torres is coming up. Okay. So it's more guys who can get on base. Right. Agree. Agree. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with Hicks. Don't ever compare him to Bernie Williams again or I'm going to stop the show. Um, don't ever compare him to Bernie Williams. No. I didn't say he was Bernie Williams. Said I said he, he be could like, be no, he can't. Bernie Williams-like. No. no, there's only one Bernie I, Williams. I didn't say there was another Bernie Williams. I said he just could like be like him. Just like there can only be one Ken Griffey Jr. The kid. The kid. He's like 50 years old. He's the kid. He's still the kid. He still looks good, too. Have you really <laughs> seen Ken Griffey Jr. lately? He, he be, does he not. Might be a little, he might be a little more round, but I think he can still put one over he, the fence. Ken Griffey Jr. in the year 2021 resembles... <laughs> Ken Griffey on those chemicals in that episode of The Simpsons. Wow. He was on Mr. Burns' softball team. I bet you he could still put one over the fence, though. I bet you that swing sure. is still there. Sure. And speaking of hitting over the fence, uh, we know we've, I, I've used a lot of John Sterling's calls here. Um, we got some new Yankees, not to do, deviate too far. Where do you think he goes with a Jay Bruce home run? Because I, really I, I, I think I, I have really the answer. Have no idea because I I've don't think it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> You don't think he'll hit a home run that John Sterling could call in the first month? I don't, I don't think Jay, Jay Bruce makes it very far. Well, here, here's what I think it could be. I think he's going to say Cousin Brucey. That's that's my guess. Yeah, he's creative about like that. Old time, yeah, you're very super creative. Maybe he'll do it in another language. What nationality is Jay Bruce? Oh, goodness. It would be something in Italian. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> Poor Stanton. All right, speaking of Stanton. Stanton is our very well-paid designated hitter. Uh, Stanton comes off an impressive postseason performance, uh, and the Yankees are prepared to enter 2021 with Stanton as the full-time designated hitter. Brian Cashman said that would be the quote-unquote safe bet, considering Stanton's numerous injuries over the past two seasons. Stanton recently said he expects to play some outfield this season. Shut up. Uh, But it will not happen during spring training. So when the hell are you going to stick him in the outfield? Your guess is as good as mine. Hopefully not till they go play in a national league park. Mm, good call. Cause you want his bat in the lineup because he's that good and he's having a great season. And you just can't afford to take his bat out. So you could stick him in the outfield. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But, but my guess is, will we see him play left field at Yankee stadium this season? Probably. Yeah, Probably but hopefully not too often. If, if he's out there, there's other things we're talking about on this podcast. Right. Yeah, that'll be our breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our utility guy stays the same. They love him. Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade just keeps coming. He continues to have a shot in the roster. How? 
Don't know. I guess they like the fact that he has a jack of all trades and bats 145. So good for Tyler Wade for consistently being a Yankee. I'm sorry. Like, I know he plays everywhere. I know they're very high on Tyler Wade. I don't know why. I just don't see it. I don't know. All right, GM. All right, GM. Who would you make the utility everywhere man? Infielder, completely outfield. Why does that be utility guy? We don't need another outfielder. We have 12 outfielders. We just went over six outfielders. So would you eliminate the utility guy and would you carry the extra pitcher? It sounds like maybe that's the route you would go. Would you put an extra arm in the bullpen? You need another, you need a guy on the bench. I get it. But where's, is Andujar hurt? Like why I'm being serious now, not, not making fun of Andujar because I'm not a huge fan, but why is he not in the roster? I I do not have an answer. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm confused with. If this guy's supposed to be the future, if you loved him so much, why is he not in the roster? Why is he not, why is he not utility? That's third, first and outfield. I know we don't have a backup short or second baseman. Let me put it this way. What if it's a case of they want Andujar to play every day, whereas Tyler Wade is good in a pinch, right? I guess so. I, I got to be honest. Tyler Wade is almost a guaranteed out every time. But again, if we go back to getting at bats and playing every day, they want Andujar to play every day, let's say. And I'm just I'm just speculating. Yep. He, he's going to be a triple A to play every day. If somebody gets hurt, he's the guy. he's a guy you're, you'd be bringing up. Ford be a guy you bring up again. If Bruce doesn't cut it, you bring in Ford up to play first base, right? But Tyler Wade is not a guy they view that needs to play every day. So that's why he's your utility guy. So just looking, looking at, at a guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just looking at this. The active roster. Miguel Andujar is on the active roster. Where he's are you looking? Active, I'm looking at uh, MLB.com okay. on the app. And the active roster has Miguel Andujar um, on the active roster. So looking at this. I apologize. Looking at this, Ford is not on the active roster, and Duhar is, as is Tyler Wade. Ford is on the 40-man roster, so he can be called up whenever they need to, but Andujar, maybe this is maybe this is just uh, updated. Maybe there was something else that happened the last couple of days, Andujar jumps in there. So, that's cool. I, I, I know Wade is our utility guy. He plays literally everywhere besides catcher. And I bet in a pinch he could put the helmet on. What else do you want this guy to do? I don't know. <laughs> all right you want to talk pitching let's talk pitching let's look at our starters so let's take a look at our starting rotation and obviously pitching is subject to change uh but the manager aaron boone came out and he announced the rotation through the first six games with our five-man rotation so what are we looking at here we are looking at garrett cole Corey kluber domingo herman Jordan Montgomery, and Jamison Tyone. So, what are we looking at here through spring training? First, Herman, he outpitched Davey Garcia all spring. Is he a D-bag? Yes. Is he on this team? Yes. So, he beat out Garcia on baseball for a rotation slot. Uh, Boone set the rotation through the first six games, as I just said, uh, and that will be Cole, Kluber, and Herman. They will face the Blue Jays in the season opening series with Montgomery and Cole. Yes, Cole will be coming back uh, because of the Friday off day on April 2nd and Tyone, and they will line up against the Orioles, taking advantage of, as I just said, this off day, which allows the club to what they're calling slow play Tyone, who is coming off Tommy John surgery. So AJ, our opening day starter against the Blue Jays on April 1st, no joking, Garrett Cole. Off day Friday, Kluber will pitch on Saturday. Herman will pitch Sunday. Those are all against the Orioles. And then uh, 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, April 4th through the 7th, we got Montgomery, Cole, and Tyone against the Orioles. So we will certainly preview that series in greater depth next week. But what are your thoughts on this rotation to start the 2021 season, AJ? Yeah, again, not surprised. Um, Herman, I know we talked about him a while ago. I'm not happy with him as an individual. Um, but you can't can't deny the fact that it's a business, and he had a wonderful, wonderful spring. He was nasty. Um, you know, we we were texting back and forth talking about this, and you know, again, you you don't want to root for the guy because of his actions, but you want to root for your team. So on the days that that he pitches, I'm going to root for the Yankees and hope that they do well. Um, and whatever happens to him, happens to him. Again, he had a wonderful spring. Davey Garcia got lit up. Like every time I looked at my phone when I got the updates that he was pitching, he was getting blasted. He was giving up home runs and runs left and right. I don't think he has the control. I hope this is just a, a, a blip. Hopefully this is not, you know, who he really is. Hopefully who he is is what he did last year in the short time. But, you know, Herman did great in the spring, so he gets the he gets the nod to be the, the fifth guy. And I, I like our opening day. I obviously I like Colby in there. We'll see what Kluber brings to the table. I would rather see Kluber against the Orioles than against Toronto because I think Toronto has better hitters. So I guess if you want to challenge him up front, you put him put him on day two. What are your thoughts on uh, holding Tyone back to basically pitch game six and not? That, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand that because I don't know what a week does coming off an injury. <laughs> like He pitched in the preseason, so what's the big deal? So... You want to hold him back. You want to push him against Baltimore again. A softer lineup. Um, it's fine. He's going to do well. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. If he pitches well, he pitches well. So I understand what they're doing, but you know, I kind of, I kind of like that one, two, three with Cole Kluber, Herman. Right. And again, you know, later in the season, who else is going to come into this rotation? Who's going to fall out of this rotation? You know, we'll be with you every step of the way. Obviously, we got Severino making his way back from injury. David Garcia. I'm sure we'll be up with the big club at some point this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you hope it's not due to injury, but you never know what happens. But those are, that's the 2021 Yankees right there. One of my mm-hmm. favorite parts of opening day is, and the Yankees do it so well. One, when we turn this on TV, we're going to see some fans at the stadium. That'll be a nice sight to see. You know that the red, white, and blue bunting will be out all over the stadium. They will call everybody out which it seems like the, the people standing on the first baseline gets longer and longer every year. They call out the masseuse, the masseuse and, you know, the assistant to the batting instructor. I think maybe George Costanza will be out on the first baseline. <laughs> um, so I love that. I love, and that's the PA announcer in me to see the pomp and circumstance of opening day. What, what do you love about opening day, AJ, before we get into uh, some predictions for the year? I just, I just love the fact that it's baseball season. I just, I, I I just feel good about everything that goes on. I, I really don't have one thing that stands out to me. I, I enjoy watching opening day because, you know, usually it's, you know, for me, America's pastime, my favorite sport. So everybody's, everybody's there. Everybody's excited. Everybody gets a new, new start. The weather's usually beautiful. So that's, that's really, what's, what's what it is for me. Nice. Let's invite you. Please share with us your favorite opening day memory or let us know what opening day means to you get us those submissions by friday april 2nd at five o'clock and we hope to include some in our next episode which will drop 
on Saturday, April 3rd. A Kluber start, as we'll say. Mm-hmm. A Kluber start. Kluber day. <laughs> Kluber day. All right, AJ. Uh, 2021 season prediction. So I got a couple things here. Want to get your hot take first, and then I will chime in with my thoughts. All right. 2021 Yankees, 97 wins over or under. What do you think? I'll take the over Yankees over 97. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think 97 is a fair number, but I feel like they're going to, I'll go plus two. You know, they might break 199 is probably, probably a good number to be at. I don't know about a hundred, 162 with this team with a rotation. that's a little questionable. Um, we might get 98, we might get 99. So I don't think it's gonna be like a, you know, a, a huge number over 97. So I'm going to say 97, 98, I, and I'm taking notes here on our notes. I'm going to take the under yeah, and right. I'm going to say 95 wins. Mm, it's a little low. I'm going to say you're allowed to, I'm just asking. I, I'm just thinking again for them to win 97 games. I think a lot of things have to go right. Really? And we're starting the year. Mm. where there we have question marks, right? As big of fans as we are, there are certainly question marks, right? Bluebird going to hold up. Tyone going to hold up. The reality, what's Jay Bruce going to do for a month? What mm-hmm. is Luke Voigt going to do when he comes back, right? So a lot, again, a lot of things have to go right. I feel like we have the offense that can just kind of beat people up, and that's why I'm taking the over. Um, I feel like we can take advantage of a pitcher who's not as talented. Um, I, I, I feel we play 19 games against the Red Sox, 19 games against the Orioles. Those teams are very weak. I feel like Toronto is still not there, even though we had a struggle with them last year. I don't feel like they're a great team. I feel like they're going to compete. They'll probably be up there with 80-some-odd wins. Um, everybody's still high on on uh, Tampa. I don't... They're I, okay. all playing on the Who is high on... No, who's high on Tampa right I was now? Go ahead. To somebody right now. They were saying, you know, they have some guys who they, who, who are the youth movement that they're very happy with. I still don't think that's that, that, that's a good thing. I don't think you put your youth as the highlight for this season. They have no pitching. You know, they lost two of their best pitchers in Morton and Snell. So you know, nineteen games against Tampa, we struggle in Tampa Bay. We know that. So we can still get ten wins there. I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like we're still going to have at least 60 wins out of our own division. Okay. And, and again, here, here we go. Uh, 2021, we'll be playing other teams that really we haven't played in a year. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's some travel involved. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Looking looking forward to that first trip to that new ballpark in Texas on a hot day. <laughs> and one of the things, I think that's actually a good thing that we, we play these other teams. We only play them between what, six, eight times, depending on the, on the team. Right, yeah. we don't play Chicago, the White Sox a lot. I think that's going to be some competition. We don't have to go west often. You know, we'll have that West Coast trip. We'll struggle. We always do, um, but we'll still be able to beat up on teams like Seattle. Uh, I don't think the Angels are all that good. The great offense, but no pitching. Again, t- teams we should, in theory, smoke. Again, the Mariners, the Angels, the Royals. Right. I I feel like we we shouldn't really lose to those teams. We will. A couple of them. We will. Again, I I go back to what I learned from uh, from Joe Torre, just win series. That's it, right? You win just win three two out of, out of three. That's all you got to do: two out of three, three out of four. Just win the series. That's it. Right. Don't need a lot of sweeps. Just win nope. the series. Nope. Uh, actually, though, a couple of things. First, we didn't talk about their bullpen. 
Totally skipped it. So um, what do we got by way of relievers? We also didn't do the trivia question. We we're we're off to a flying question. start. That's all right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just give you a couple seconds at the end. Okay. Um, so who's in the bullpen? All right. Here right now, what's in the bullpen? Aroldis Chapman, Chad Green, the newly signed Darren O'Day, Luis Sessa, Jonathan Loisaga, Michael King, Nick Nelson, and Lucas Litke. Had to look that up because I looked at his name and I was like, how the hell you say that? So yep. I found it. Lucas Lipke. Thank you, MLB.com. Highlight reels. Video on everything. All right. So Justin Wilson, who we mentioned at the top of this episode, he was set to resume tossing from a mound on Monday uh, based on what happened with him late in spring training. Uh, but that's probably going to be too close for him to be ready for opening day. What is Nick Nelson bring to the table. He boasts a four pitch mix that the Yankees see helping them either as a starter or a reliever. So there's your long man. You know, if they ever use an opener, you're probably looking at Nick Nelson, possibly. Um, but he is likely to win a spot in the bullpen to start the year. Litke hasn't pitched in the major since 2015. And he, while he isn't on the 40 man roster, but the Yankees will find it difficult to argue with his excellent spring stats. Plus, he would add another lefty to the bullpen. King will add some length. And uh, that is all until Justin Wilson is ready. So that's our bullpen. Obviously, you know, missing from that, we've got some injuries in the pen. So we're waiting on, you know, Zach Britton to return from injury. But uh, I think this is a strong bullpen. Obviously, Chapman, hopefully can be closing games and doing that job effectively. Just wish he would do that in, uh, I don't know, October. That would be great. (laughs) So that's what we're looking at in a bullpen. AJ, do you have any thoughts on the Yankee relievers? No, they're, they're solid bunch. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't see the name on there of, uh, out of, you know, but we'll miss him. He's in Boston now. So peace out. There you go. Peace out. And Zach Britton is here too. So don't forget about Britton, just that he's, uh, right. Injured. He's he's hurt. He'll be back. He'll be back. And we'll certainly be keeping track of all of that as we go through the 2021 season on the chase for 28. All right. Back to predictions. AJ, are we looking at American League Eastern Division champs? Yes. I have that, no hesitation there. Uh, like I said, I, I don't think Toronto can, can hang. Well, then let me ask you this. Will the Yankees go wire to wire? Will they, will, will, will they have first place or a piece of first place the whole way? The whole way? No, I can't yeah. say that it'll happen. Because we play we play Toronto 19 times, we play Tampa 19 times, I think those two teams are our biggest competition right now. So I think they'll be uh, I think there'll be a little bit of a shakeup here and there. But I think in the end, okay. the Yankees will win the division by, let's go four games. All right. You heard it here first. All right. I also think that the Yankees will ultimately be the AL East champs. Uh, into the playoffs, I mean, we, we could certainly talk about other predictions as we get started in the season because there's not too much going on to start the year. Um, but AJ, you're, we're both saying division winners. Mm. Are we looking at pennant winning? Will this team go to the World Series? They should. If all goes well, I see them winning the World Series. I don't think... Wow, I, I didn't even get to that one yet, but go ahead. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Making it to the World <laughs> Series. Sorry. Making it to the World Series is what I meant to say. Uh, I don't think there are other teams that can really hang with them. I think we have the talent. I think we have 
we don't really have the depth, which I'm nervous about, but we have the talent. And I think we have the skill and I think we have the drive. You know, I think the biggest competition is going to be the White Sox. I think the biggest competition besides the White Sox is probably going to be maybe Houston. If you have to do that, maybe. I'm not really high on them, but you never know. They have a good coach. That's true. Um, I do think they can get to the World Series. I will say here today, I think they will win the American League. Uh, I can't disagree with who you say could potentially challenge them for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're in agreement there. Uh, AJ, will this team win the World Series and make this a one-season podcast? No, will I don't we get think, the- I, I, I don't think they win the World Series. I, I think I think they're going to run out of steam coming into the... Uh, I think they're going to be running on high coming into the playoffs. I think they're going to have a tough battle throughout the playoffs. And I think they're going to come up short of the World Series. And they're going to lose probably... I'm not high on this team, but the Dodgers still are very good. The Padres are young, so I don't think it's going to be them. And I hate to say it, but the Mets are kind of good too. They have a weak bullpen. So, you know, I think, okay, it, first. I, I think it's Yankees versus Tw- Okay, so Yankees versus somebody. I'm not, I'm not saying the Mets are winning the World Series. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I know it's red to ask me. I'm not saying that. Okay. There, there's two teams I would not want to lose to. I don't want to lose to anybody, but there's two I do not want to lose to. That would be the Mets, and I'm sorry. The Padres can't win no. their first World Series no. No, defeating no, no, no. the Yankees. No. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm sure there's something poetic about that, like a team winning their first championship against the team that has won it the most. But ultimately, I think the Dodgers will represent the National League. And do, would I want them to win? Sure. Am I rooting for them to squeak out a 4-3 series win? So I'm going to go out and say, I think the Yankees will win the World Series this year. No, no, and no. Watch out for? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I was going to say we'll, we'll, we'll continue to, well, then we'll just change the name. We'll chase, chase for 29. 29. Yeah. I was, I'm gonna, but I, I think the Yankees say, will win the World Series. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, a little weary of that one, but I think, uh, I think they'll be in the World Series, but I think they'll lose. You might have to watch out for the Cardinals. Cardinals are a good team, man. Watch they the are a Braves. good team. Cardinals, Braves, Dodgers. Those three teams are very, very talented and would really love to step on the Yankees' throats. Braves don't have it, but I think they'd love to. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We will. That's why they play the games, Susan. That's baseball. <laughs> That's baseball. All right. Uh, I hate to end it on a sad note, but uh, as we wrap up this episode of the show... Do want to acknowledge the passing of a longtime uh, Yankee staple at Old Timers Day and uh, late here in spring training last week. Uh, Dr. Bobby Brown passed away. Dr. Brown, he was born on October 25th, 1924 in Seattle. And Bobby Brown went to the same San Francisco high school as Joe DiMaggio. Bobby Brown enlisted in the Navy in 1943, and he served stateside and signed with the Yankees in 1946. He was a 22-year-old rookie at the first Old Timers Day, so he got to see Babe Ruth at Old Timers Day, and you know he was a teammate of Yogi Berra's, roommate of Yogi Berra's, and uh, he just fell in love with that idea. He was a five-time champion with the Yankees from 1947 to 1954. 
and he has the highest World Series batting average of anyone with at least 35 plate appearances. He was a veteran of World War II and the Korean War, and following his baseball career, he was a prominent cardiologist. He spent time in the Texas Rangers front office, and he was also the American League president for a period of time. Overall, the third baseman batted 279 with 22 career home runs and 237 RBIs. He was known as a terrific contact hitter, and he struck out just 88 times in 1,863 plate appearances. 88 career strikeouts, AJ. Most we'll have to players, track which Yankee gets the 88 strikeouts before say, July. Yeah, I was going to say, most players have that in three months. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, and again, baseball-wise, uh, Bobby Brown was the president of the American League from 1984 to 1994, when he was also on the board of directors for the Hall of Fame. Dr. Bobby Brown, rest in peace. All right, AJ, it's time for Yankee trivia, which we failed to give at the start of the episode once again. Eventually, we'll figure this out, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll get it done. So I'll ask the question. If you're listening, pause it, see if you can figure it out. But this is a tough question. Chris, you just looked at the answer, didn't you? I did look at the answer. Yeah. And it, go ahead. Ask the question. Go ahead. Put it All out right, there. So here, I did not know this. Yeah, this is a good one. So from, 19, from 1996 to 2014, Derek Jeter started at shortstop on opening day in every season except for two. The question is, who started for the Yankees at shortstop? In those openers, in the years of 2001 and 2013. And here's your answer. I did not Two, know this. Go ahead. 2001, the person who started as shortstop for Derek Jeter, Luis Soho. Oh, the famed manager of the Staten Island Yankees. <laughs> and in 2013, Nuni Eduardo Nunez. Wow. I had no clue. Yeah, pretty crazy. If you had asked me, did Derek Jeter start every opening day his entire career? I probably would have said true and would have failed that test. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Got some good questions coming up, too. Got a bunch of them. Lots of good questions. If you have Yankee trivia that you'd like to throw our way, send it to us. Feedback at chasefor28.com. And like we said at the top of the episode, we're coming at you weekly now. So we will record on Friday nights for release on Saturday morning. And if you want to be a part of the show and get your thoughts, questions, or comments a part of it, email us or tweet at us by 5 p.m. every Friday. And uh, we are on Twitter at ChaseFor28Pod. And the email, once again, is feedback at ChaseFor28.com. If you're listening to us in whatever pod catcher you're listening in, swipe left, up, down, somewhere. Uh, you could click on our email and you could send us an email right on your mobile device. And we welcome those emails. So start filling up the mailbag. Let's do this. AJ, I'm bringing in the righty. Close it out. So thanks for listening to Chase 28. Please make sure you support us. And you can do so in three ways. One, tell a fellow Yankee fan about the podcast. Two, become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend. Three, grab some swag. Uh, check out chasefor28.com slash merch. Go get that t-shirt. We'll see you in the stands. Grab that mug. Grab that beer glass. And we'll, we'll, we'll uh, be proud to share that merch together while we sit in the stands in some future game when all is well in the world. And honestly, follow us on Twitter. Make sure you check out Chase for 28 Pod. Uh, we'll be doing some live tweets throughout some of the games and some big moments. 
So we will be there for you. And we are very excited for what the 2021 season brings as we root for our Yankees for their 28th title. (sighs) All right. The show is over. Thank you for coming. Please drive carefully and arrive home safely. We'll see you next week, everybody. Let's go, Yanks. Started out right. <laughs>